morning. It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen and this is the Hartford Edge. We keep you on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library and that is Bob Mundy. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library. Today we'll be speaking with the folks from SARC, Kelsey Luchet, Marketing and Events Manager, and Siobhan Francois, Community Outreach Coordinator. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Struggling good, already. With good morning, words. ladies. <laughs> good morning. I make um, Leslie read all the tongue twisters uh, because uh, you don't want me doing it. And uh, we normally talk about a courtesy project or something that annoys us, the first thing. And today's is the lottery. Because you're not winning? Is no, that no, you? I go in to get gas or something, and I see all these people. Often it's like Friday is a payday. Mm -hmm. They're yep. spending 20, 30, 40 bucks on the scratch offs, and the odds of winning are really low. And they've done all these studies that people who win lotteries um, go bankrupt mm -hmm. after it at, at a much higher rate. Mm -hmm. um, it's a regressive tax. That's mm -hmm. all it is. And I think more people should be annoyed at it. Mm -hmm. And there's people I see that certainly don't appear to have the disposable income for it. Mm -hmm. So that's our annoyance, annoyance today. That is an annoyance. And I actually went to a casino once on a Friday with my husband. We were going for an event. And I literally saw people giving their paychecks to the cashier they'll cash your paycheck right there and give you and I was like that's horrible so that's my annoyance it made me think of that I just couldn't believe people did that and and, and when it when it started lottery started and then the uh, casinos it was money was gonna go to education wow. but whatever it's only a fraction goes to education mm -hmm. but then they just spend less in the in the general budget on right. education right. so it's not like more money when it right to, right to it's education true. it's true so, the, the other thing is charities calling people on the phone. Never, ever, ever give money when a charity calls you on the phone because 99% of the time it's not a charity. It's a marketing firm that pays mm -hmm. these cold callers, and they keep from 80 to 95% of the money you wow. give. Wow. Um, Women's Awareness mm -hmm. Foundation. You know, burned firefighters, right. concerned uh, citizens for veterans. 95% mm -hmm. goes to the, the calling firm. So, that's never I end good. Up yelling at them. Okay. <laughs> that's all today? Uh, so, it's yeah, a good weekend. I'm, 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 I'm annoyed at a heck of a lot more things, but <laughs> I'm not perfect, so I'll, I'll shut up. <laughs> you guys want to try some education and trivia? Sure. We'll start with some attempts to stump Bob. So right. hopefully you had your coffee this morning. They're not too difficult today. Don't I say that. I feel confident. Some <laughs> of them are. It's mixed in there. Yeah, don't say that cause because then it if, sets we, you if up we get, get them, them all, it was easy. <laughs> all right, you're right. All right. The first mass inoculation of children began in Pittsburgh, PA, with Jonas Salk's vaccine against this. Polio. Correct. Correct. I, I remember that Robert Klein used to do a funny comedy bit. He said, <laughs> Mickey Mantle, people will throw themselves in front of a bullet for him uh, and, you know, give their lives for him because he, he can hit a baseball. Jonas Salk saved two million lives. <laughs> he probably can't even get a date. Right. He gets a plaque <laughs> on a building somewhere. <laughs> oh, okay. This is an interesting one. I actually remember this. February 23rd, 1997. Scientists announced the first successful cloning of an animal named Dolly. What kind of animal was this? We can answer? Yes. Oh, please do. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Dolly was like, I thought she was a sheep. Close. Or a goat. Calf. Or sheep, wasn't it? I could have sworn she was a sheep. A lamb. Oh, that's a Maybe. sheep. Maybe. Well, yeah, it grows into it, I guess. <laughs> oh, that was a very technical of you. You can get me back later. Okay. All right. These are, these are I'm seeing a February theme here on the next couple couple ones. This clothing manufacturer 
born on February 26, 1829, never married. So ironically, he didn't get to pass his genes on to the next generation. <laughs> Levi Strauss. Yeah! <laughs> Megan was cracking herself up with that one. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Megan. Okay. The B&O Railroad was incorporated on February 28, 1827. What does the B and the O stand for? I know what the O stands for, just okay. not the B. All right. What's the O? Ohio. That's correct. Well, you take a while guess at what the B is. I can't think right now. Downtown. Close to home, close to here. Baltimore? Yeah. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Baltimore, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it was main, it, it was from Baltimore, which was a port, to the Ohio River, which all the, all the goods from the Midwest shipped on. Mm-hmm. So I love stuff like that. Okay. The CBS sitcom, this CBS sitcom, ended after 11 seasons by airing a special two-and-a-half-hour episode that was watched by 77% of the television viewing audience. You guys might not remember this. Was it an army? Yes. Keep going. Mm. It's on the tip of your tongue. I can see it. Four letters. MASH. Yes! (laughs) You're good at this. Siobhan, I'm impressed. Oh, I like your parents. <laughs> you listen to their Hopefully boring they're not stories. Listening. <laughs> the edition of February 29th is known as a blank year. Leak. Yes, correct. Good job, Kills. Okay, this one I did not know. What two U.S. presidents have February birthdays? That's why we celebrate President's Day in February. Do you know? Washington and Lincoln. You're right, Bob. Well, it used to be two separate birthdays. Mm hmm. You guys are too young for that. <laughs> but your parents are. Your aren't. parents no. are not. <laughs> okay, we're going to end it with this. Following Valentine's Day, what is celebrated on February 15th? Um, Think opposite. Divorce day? N- no. <laughs> Breakup day. Singles. Yes. Uh, oh. Singles Awareness You're Day. You're so much more positive than I am, Javon. <laughs> I know. He goes right for Divorce Day. <laughs> Although I'm sure there are plenty of people who celebrate Divorce Day. Well, he gave me a, a good amount of options. He said divorce. Okay, he, he narrowed it He's down. He's like, you know, everything. single day. I'm here living in misery day, you know. <laughs> I wonder what people do for Single Awareness Day. I don't know. Go out by themselves. Go I out think, with their girlfriends. I think what they do every day yeah. if they're single. <laughs> Smile they there. observe the playing field. Smile, enjoy life. All right, that's all I have for you, you guys. Did great, thanks. Okay, well I have one for you folks. Okay. Um, what cools faster, uh, a coffee, a black coffee, or coffee that you've added milk to? Black coffee. Hmm? Black coffee. Very good. Why? Because cream just seemed like it was not the right option. Well, I was thinking cream would cool it. It it, it does, but because the black coffee is hotter relative okay. to the room temperature, okay, it 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 cools faster. Interesting. So, once you add the cream, that does immediately cool it, but it starts cooling at a lesser rate. Wow. So, I like things that you can't check on because I could have <laughs> just made them up. He says it with such authority. You're like, it's got to be true. I was like, I was going to spread that information to someone. I know. Yeah. We'll what do you? What do you? <laughs> but what do you use it on? How do you? What do you? What's that information good for? An icebreaker oh. in a dead conversation. There you go. <laughs> on Singles Awareness Day, yeah, right? There yes. You go. There you go. That's like we do tweets. There's a guy that does funny tweets about his dating, and he said, "Her, this date's going really well. Me, after a five-second delay." My dog's name is Bernie. <laughs> oh, you got some good tweets there, Bob. Oh, that's a uh, um, waiter. Uh, what would you like, a table or a booth? Her. Table. Me. This is over. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, what else did we want to talk to about today? Do you have some today? local news for we, ha- we do have local news, but I wanted to talk... Oh, I wanted to do one more thing. You know Pez dispensers, right? Mm-hmm. Why are they called Pez? Because 
never even thought about it. It has to. It was invented when it was vented. Uh, it was invented in Germany, and the first candies were peppermint. And the German word for peppermint is pfeffermins. P F E F F E R. So it's the P E Z from pfeffermins. Ah, more great information as an icebreaker. <laughs> I never liked that, though. You didn't? No. It's like solid sugar. Tastes like chalk. Mm hmm. Pixie stick in solid form. Yeah. No, Pixie sticks are good. (laughs) Do you guys, oh, you, do you remember, you maybe remember, although you're a lot younger than me, the the candy dots on adding machine tape? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Oh, really? You put Uh them on your tongue. Yeah, but Uh what was that all about? Why did we need the adding machine tape? (laughs) I don't know. usually ended up eating most of the. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. we just were so excited to eat them. Yeah. And that hor- the horrible necklaces that you would just yeah. twice oh. like drooling all over you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's right. And it was all sugar. Yes. Yeah. Straight sugar. Okay. Well, it's funny that you say that because we're go- we are going to do some rap names. So um, we're going to do Siobhan first. We do rap name generators. Um, Leslie has, has oh. some great ones. Oh, you've played it? So, no, I um, haven't played it, but I'm very excited to know what my rap name is going to be. Well, okay, it, you, can, you can choose. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, your first one is, uh, I'm sorry, folks, here. Um, it's worth the wait. Serious C. <laughs> uh, tang uh, And Dizzy C Beat. <laughs> you like any of those? No. <laughs> keep we'll keep we'll going. Yours is Foxy Funk Kelsey Slide. Done. Done. You know what about? I think I'm gonna have to call you that every day. I know. I'm gonna write or, that down. Or Kelsey F Dollar Cookie. Ooh, <laughs> we'll do so, and um, we're gonna do, we gotta have to that do one more cookie. for Siobhan. I feel like yeah. The funky Slide one. Yeah, that's a I good already one. forget it though. <laughs> funky Fox. Something. Okay, here's here uh, we're gonna do a random one. I'm just gonna say whatever it is, Siobhan. Okay. Unless it's really bad. <laughs> Rapa CF Triple Kiss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Alrighty. That's enough of that. Um, is it? I think I may just have to start going by serious C though. I know. Mm-hmm. Um I and what your Foxy Funk Kelsey slide. Foxy <laughs> funk Kelsey slide. You know what? I'm gonna we're gonna do one for Louisa Cayasso. Can take that back to her and say I want new business cards for everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry for the a little bit of, but I'm gonna feeling this is gonna be a good one. Mad Louisa Sledge. <laughs> That's good. Perfect. AKA Sly Club. <laughs> I like that AKA Sly Club. I know. That's a good one for Louisa. righty, let's do some local news. Um, well, uh, something that I normally wouldn't have agreed with, uh, but I, I'm all for it. And I wonder how you folks um, feel. Uh, the county has begun a search for counsel, legal counsel, in uh, an opioid lawsuit against uh, op- opioid painkiller manufacturers and distributors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's for the costs mm-hmm. and, and also uh, to contribute towards prevention, education, awareness, treatment, recovery, um, et cetera. Um, a spokesman for the, um, health, the Healthcare Distribution Alliance, the manufacturers, said, we are deeply engaged in the issue and are taking our own steps to be part of the solution, but we aren't willing to be scapegoats. Well, you don't have to be willing. You are. Um, because they knew long ago, correct? Absolutely no. Yeah, okay. And so. they need to go after... The prescribers. Absolutely. I mean, to the, prescribe some something, a two-week prescription for someone, you know, who has a toothache mm-hmm. that's going to go away in 48 hours. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was good. I Normally I would say that's, you know, are you ladies for that? You agree? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it does. Sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I'm on the board of Char Hope now, and um, we're opening our second house. It's recovery for women 
recovering from addiction. And uh, uh, so much of it is, is just that people are not willing to admit that it's an issue. For years, the schools didn't want to report it uh, because it didn't look good for them. People didn't want to admit that it was in their community. Uh, how many, for how many years was it? Oh, it's another side of the tracks issue. Absolutely. When, in fact, uh, it's more prevalent in Bel Air and Falston than it is in Aberdeen or, 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 or uh, anywhere um, along the 40 corridor. So it's a lot of work, but a, a lot of folks are, um, you know, have finally woken up. And I give credit to one of our board members, Sandy Gallion, who mm -hmm. lost her son three years ago to an overdose. And um, the more we can talk about it, the more we can remind people that they're not outcasts mm -hmm. if they're, they're addicted mm -hmm. or if a family member's addicted. It's, it's, it, it's just human. It's, not, mm -hmm. it's a disease. It's, it's not a moral weakness. Right. Um, in August of 2017 alone, 32 children were orf orphaned by overdoses. In one month. Mm. So, uh, and also tomorrow is a day of remembrance for Deputy First Class Mark Logsdon and uh, uh, Senior Deputy Patrick Daly. It's, it has been two years now, um, and um, uh, there will be a day of remembrance tomorrow <laughs> at a number of places during the county. I think that was Pat. Yes. Pressing the phone. Yes. Officer Daly. Yep. <laughs> Checking in, absolutely. And um, another great thing, and we have them on a show next week, the Historical Society is, uh, and my wife just uh, took, went to uh, a prep for this. The Historical Society is presenting African-American um, history uh, brown bag lunch series for February, and I recommend everyone... Um, to attend this, uh, especially this is about um, we actually have Margaret and Roxanne coming on next week, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, the campaign forty-two, mm -hmm. but to go to uh, the Underground Railroad and to and to realize what, just to get a small sense of what it must have been like oh. during that uh, journey to freedom, um, is really just it's it's it's. It's chilling, so um, uh, you can talk to, um, just call Historical Society of Harford County or uh, Campaign 42. And uh, during the break, I, I, I thought I wrote down the, um, the email address for Campaign 42 because Margaret will get right back to you. And they have done 65 brochures on so many different topics. Um, it's really amazing, the, the work that has gone into this. So... And the county executive just did a video, which is wonderful. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Just log on to the um, county website and uh, Google it, and it's it's really a good, um, really a good piece. It's oh, nice about the farms and the underground railroad and how it all worked, and and you look at the actual house and you you go, wow, this was such an amazing quiet place out here in the country and they did so many good deeds so I encourage everybody to take a look at that it's nice and that <coughs> the crossing of the Susquehanna yeah um, yeah into Pennsylvania or into Cecil and then um, brave going courageous up to people amen all right guys we're going to take a little break and when we come back we'll be talking with Kelsey and Siobhan from Sark County Public Library's Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members aged 6th grade and above. Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Harford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MakerBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 3D creation software including MakerBot and PrinterBot, professional green screen with studio light box, and both Apple and Windows computers. All to help create your electronic video, audio, publishing, and 3D design projects. 
For more information or to reserve the Innovation Lab for your special project, call 410-638-3990 or visit the Abington Library at 2510 South Tollgate Road. Welcome back, everyone. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Bumby. This is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted today to have from SARC, Kelsey Lachey and Siobhan Francois, love saying your last names, in the studio with us. Kelsey is currently SARC's Marketing and Events Coordinator, and she began her work with the organization um, about five years ago, kind of on and off, left for a little bit, came back. We were thrilled to have her back. Um, she helps to organize and coordinate and execute all of the uh, uh, SARC events that they host throughout the year. Um, she also develops and distributes marketing materials. Um, she's currently working on her master's degree at the University of Baltimore in nonprofit management and social social entrepreneurship. Yes, it's very fancy. Yes, it is. <laughs> And then Siobhan has been with SARC for about a year, and she first started off as an advocate and transitional housing coordinator with SARC Safe House. Siobhan is currently the community outreach coordinator and is responsible for providing community outreach and educating the community on SARC's many services, healthy relationships, bystander intervention, awareness activities within Hartford County. Siobhan also coordinates all of SARC's volunteers who have a tremendous, tremendous impact on the services that SARC provides as well as providing training to staff and volunteers. Welcome, Kelsey and Siobhan. Thanks for coming in. As you know, I'm on the board of SARC, so I am doubly, triply thrilled to have you here today. Um, and welcome on this cold morning. Thanks Thank for you for having, having us. us. Uh huh. Uh, <clears throat> lots to talk about. But mm -hmm. first, give us a quick, uh, folks listening, what is SARC? Do you want to start? Sure. So SARC is a nonprofit in Harford County. Um, this July will actually be recognizing 40 years of serving wow. the community. Yep. So it started with just a phone in someone's kitchen answering helpline calls when the um, women's organization in the county sort of realized there weren't any services for victims. Uh, and it has grown over the years, slowly but surely, to today being a 28-bed safe house, 24-hour helpline. We have crisis intervention, counseling services, legal representation and advocacy, community outreach. We have a program where a SARC staff or volunteer will go to the hospital if anyone is admitted for sexual or domestic abuse. Um, and we try to promote awareness. There are lots of different awareness months throughout the year. Right now, February is Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. Um, January was Stalking Awareness. April is Sexual Awareness. We have a lot of opportunities to sort of educate the community um, on signs to look for if you think you may be experiencing abuse, all those different kinds of things. Wow. And we also have the AIP program. Oh, yes, the Abuser Intervention Program. Um, that is actually our, all of our services are offered free of charge except the Abuser Intervention Program. That is our one um, charged service. But it's also an important step in breaking the cycle of abuse. And we're going to talk about that later because, as Leslie and Lisa know, um, one of my fa uh, topics I always focus on is a Jackson Katz, what he talks mm -hmm. about, <clears throat> calling yeah. violence against women a women's issue. It's 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 a men's issue, um, and until and we're going to talk about his five sentences where the woman goes from the 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 passive object in mm -hmm. a in a beating in being beat or abused mm -hmm. to the only named person in the sentence mm -hmm. as an active victim. Mm -hmm. So. Um, that's I think it's it's so important and for context because we have so much to talk about um, and I think it's important for for people to know that this the awareness and and some kind of empathy and understanding for the positions that these folks find themselves in um, not that they put themselves in um, it's so easy for folks and we're all I'm we're all guilty of it having, you know, sometimes in our lives we're like dehumanizing or de-realizing de -real what mm -hmm. the actual situation is. And just go to Sark's site and look in the top right and um, there's a button that says leave site quickly. Um, 
and it it gives you a, a little sense for mm-hmm. you know the reality that these women are living that there Absolutely. could be someone in their home walking by them who if they see that may end up to to to, to real abuse to to the woman their children other people in the room so it's not it, it it's and the more people realize how real this is and how real these people are and because we try to make it easy on ourselves by mm-hmm. saying it's it's their fault or uh it's not really happening look mm-hmm. at what dr nasser yes this was institutionalized brutality yes. under everyone's noses now there's the ncaa mm-hmm. director a 15 billion dollar organization knew about it oh. um so anyway, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't want to do what I was talking, but I think the context of the reality of it is so important for folks like me out there. Um, so talk to us about uh, some of these programs um, in, more, in, more, in more detail. Um, and let's start by, it's www.sark-maryland.org. Yes, Maryland okay. spelled out. Okay. So tell us about Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. So that is the month of February. They celebrate it on February 13th, and we ask everyone that they wear orange to represent their taking a stand for Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month because over the last course of the couple years, there's been a spike in teen dating violence, and the cycle has continued. So we're asking for everyone to show their support in Harford County that we can all take a stand to help end teen dating violence and direct the teens in the right direction and what um 1.5 million high school students nationwide experience physical abuse from a dating partner in a single year um tell us about um uh, what do people how what do people do that do they they don't call the helpline if they want to know more about this or if they want to part or can they yeah the helpline is available 24 hours a day. We always encourage people to reach out whether they themselves think they're experiencing abuse or someone they know. Um, someone is trained to answer that phone call and help you through either situation. And it never has to, it's not just physical abuse. It can be emotional abuse. It can be financial abuse with um, social media nowadays, especially with the younger population. It can be something happening online. Uh, it's not just the physical that we're working with. And we work with both male and female victims. Um, so no matter who's the perpetrator or what you're experiencing, the helpline is open to everyone to call and get information or ask questions for yourself or for others. And the helpline number is 410-836-8430. 410-836-8430. Great. Um, so some of the things that you folks are working on, Siobhan, as far as community outreach, um, what kind of events, what kind of programs do we have coming up where people can volunteer, get involved, um, et cetera? Because, like we're talking, outreach is so important and awareness. Um, what are some of the things we're working on? So we're always looking for new volunteers because SARC has right now – 57 volunteers and about 35 employees so we are a huge volunteer-based organization and we definitely are looking forward to having more volunteers we encourage people to volunteer you can work um, with the helpline you can work to do companion hospital companion calls we work with volunteers to do special events like the bull and oyster roast some other things that they work on is like office help. So there's definitely many ways that people can volunteer. And all they have to do is just go on our website or they can call the office. Our main office number is 410-836-8431. And they can all call and ask to speak to myself. And we can kind of get the ball rolling from there. And the application is on our website as well if they want to look further into that. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, what can folks do advocacy-wise? Um, whether it's um, legislative or, uh, or issues or resource issues, like I know Franklin Square MedStar has has a an excellent facility um, that provides a very compassionate and targeted response for abuse situations, which often 
um, holds law enforcement's feet to the little fire to the fire a little more. Um, we know in the city of Baltimore for mm -hmm. t over ten years that was less than ten percent of of rapes were actually recorded mm -hmm. as crimes for a lot of different reasons. The all the rape kits that have been destroyed or right. lost in, in, in a lot of a lot of cities. So what what can we do there? If we're talking to a legislator, say. On one instance, we work directly with the Hartford County Police in every precinct. We have a lethality coordinator, and so basically when someone calls on our helpline, we give them resources. The police may call and say this incident happened, and they call and report every incident. Um, they are mandated to report out that if there is an incident of domestic violence, stalking, sexual assault that happens and they're at the crime or the scene of the event, they report that to SARC, and our lethality coordinator runs all the data and goes back to talk to the police if there's any discrepancies and try to figure wow. out if we're able to get the client resources if they're willing and want them. Okay. <clears throat> and from my understanding, actually, the sheriff's office has, has been very engaged Absolutely, yes. in this uh, on a lot of fronts, and I read hats off to, um, um, to Sheriff Gaylor and his mm -hmm. team um, because that's so critical. Uh, Sark is lucky to have a lot of great support in the community. Um, the Harper County Executive as well um, gives us lots of support and promotes awareness. And we do have a partnership with Harper Memorial Hospital and Upper Chesapeake for if anyone is admitted. Um, we are hoping that they are either contacting Sark to have a representative come out or at least have our information on hand to distribute. Uh, a lot of times it is sort of at the discrepancy of the person admitted or the person who we're speaking with, whether mm -hmm. they want to pursue services. Mm -hmm. But if we can at least let them know we exist, that's a really important step for us. And Siobhan has a wonderful healthy relationships program. Um, so one thing we ask community members to always look for is if you have a, you know, a teen or youth on a sports team or in a club or something like that, we can come out and give them a healthy relationships presentation just to sort of start the conversation early and let them know that they have the right to feel empowered in different situations and that we exist if they ever think they're experiencing something that's not healthy. Um, a lot of times I think people don't realize that a relationship is, is unhealthy until it escalates to a dangerous situation. Right. So starting that conversation early is something we've worked to sort of instill in different communities in Harford County and try and get into mm -hmm. high schools and YMCAs and different things like that to talk to different youth groups. And that's a free service that you yeah. just go yes. out and talk. That's wonderful. So I've made really good strides with a lot of the middle schools in Harford County, um, some of the high schools, the Boys and Girls Clubs, um, all through Harford County, actually. I've hit all, all five of them. And so right now I'm really working to try to make some headway to the libraries and to some of the okay. team groups that okay. they offer there and um, try to really just explore the community within Harford County and get the word out. Because you'd be surprised, some of the 6th graders and 7th graders I've came in contact with have seen so much at such an early age, which is just remarkable. Wow. We'll talk, talk about that for a minute because... Um, with the gymnastics team, with the Catholic Church, with Penn State, mm -hmm. with a lot of other, let's say, dominant cultures, and the way a lot of all of us are socialized and raised and taught to to suppress feelings, to seed our <clears throat> our standing to someone who is institutionally dominant to us. For a lot of different reasons, I mean, we have all these horrible things going on, and the kids are, you know, they internalize it, they blame sure. themselves, they they second guess themselves. <clears throat> if mm -hmm. if the parent is a real rah rah booster of mm -hmm. the kids' athletic success, nothing against sports parents, mm -hmm. they're afraid to tell their parents. They sort of idolize mm -hmm. and de deify these coaches and other people. And power. Just talk about that for a minute. How, in everyday life, what we could do. I mean, Jackson Katz talks about mm -hmm. just with men, take coaches and uh, taking leadership when mm -hmm. they hear some violent Absolutely. discussion in jest in the mm -hmm. locker room to call it out mm -hmm. because you're talking about 
you know, injuring someone. Mm -hmm. And and it's a joke or it's a it's a oh boys Locker will do boys talk, things. Right. Whatever. But talk about that a minute. Awareness of that day in, day out. What we, each Absolutely. of us could do. I always just, um, when I always start my presentations, I just really say that, you know, when you talk to your parents about when they were 13 compared to now when you're 13, it's two different lifestyles that you guys have lived. I remember being 13 and riding my bike still outside and playing with Barbies, even mm -hmm. though I probably didn't want to admit that. Mm -hmm. um, but now teens are so on social media and in tune to the the limelight of being wanting to be a celebrity. So I think that we need to be able to set safe perimeters for children or teens that they can have a safe place to go to and that they feel comfortable talking in these groups, which I'm realizing the more I'm going out to these local places, they have a mentor in some of the schools, which is amazing. They're not just guidance counselors. They're actually a mentor program for um, the girls group and for the, the boys group, which is really important because I think they're starting to learn important tools of they should stand up if they see something instead of just being a bystander. Mm -hmm. And I think we just need to continue to keep um, men and women that are in power and keep the morale of having these children have someone they feel safe to go to if there's an issue. And the, the young men that I've encountered I feel like they've grown so much since the beginning of the school year to young boys and teens that really will stand up if they see something that's going on and actually say something. Like you said, like the locker room talk, that's something that, you know, oh, a fight broke out, and instead of you just gossiping about it, I feel like they're actually saying something like, this may be an issue, mm -hmm. and they're bringing it to others' attention. So I just think that we have to be open as a community to listen to the struggles that are going on. And I think with everything going on in the media, parents and community members have to be aware that children are hearing it Absolutely. and know it's happening too and it's opening a door to have that conversation um and there you know i know different tv shows are coming out that are talking more about domestic violence within their um within their dialogue and things like that and again students are watching it and hearing it and seeing it from all different sides from sports teams and different leaders and so it's just an opportunity to really talk to your kids about it and have that conversation of what do they think? Mm -hmm. um, did they know this happened before? You know, what do they think of the girls coming forward and addressing their doctor and things mm -hmm. like that? And just allow the conversation to exist, like Siobhan was saying, because once you create that safe space, um, it might be easier if something does ever happen to have that conversation. So really, while everything that we are hearing is terrible. It hopefully is making conversations easier at home. And there's been a lot more um, doctor's offices now that focus on trauma-informed care, which is really nice, and that they have knowledge of domestic violence and sexual assault. In my research, I've seen doc actually pediatric doctors, primary care um, facilities, as well as counseling that focus on trauma-informed care. So if anyone's ever gone through something, they have the skills and resources to be able to provide to these children, which is important. And to recognize it. Absolutely. To see the signs. <clears throat> That's wonderful. Um, it, it really is. And one of the things, and again, I, I just, this gen, uh, Mr. Katz, uh, it makes another great point. Um, and is that even if we are able to, do everything in our power to reduce reduce risk to a certain potential victim. Um, we still have someone who has the proclivity for abuse. Mm -hmm. We'll move on to another target who mm -hmm. may not be as prepared. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, I guess, what we talk about um, <clears throat> addressing it from that end as right. well. And that's where... Uh, we're talking about leadership and people standing up um, and just in everyday conversation, language that they use. Uh, and this is where I want to talk about what Leslie knows about mm -hmm. um, the five sentences. Uh, are, you, are you folks aware of them? It's uh, He used it as an illustration. Mm -hmm. And he's and he, uh, he advises the military, he advises pro sports teams mm -hmm. and college sports teams uh, and other areas. He, he, he writes on the board um, uh, and this is 
he's talking about gender violence, uh, uh, but which he says is is male violence, ninety nine percent. So it's not a woman's issue. It's uh, he writes on the board. Um, uh, John beat Mary. John is the active, and uh, Mary uh, is the object. Um, then it goes to Mary was beaten by John. Um, now it goes to pass. John is now the passive mm -hmm. in that. And then it goes Mary was beaten. She is passive, but John has left a sentence. Then Mary was battered, passive, but now she's also, um, the, the semantics and the implication there is that it's Mary's problem. Mm -hmm. There's some personality flaw in Mary. She's battered. And then the, it's completed by Mary is a battered woman. John has left the conversation long ago while, while Mary involves into the active victim. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think, you know, this is the evolution of... Uh, Victim blaming, he Absolutely. talks about, which is still so pervasive. Talk about that for a minute, and again, um, how Sark um, works on that as far as education and awareness, and etc. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, victim blaming—that's one of the one of the top number of like our power control wheel of that people. Once they feel like they're being blamed for something, it's hard to stop that pattern mm -hmm. because then they feel like when they move to another relationship, it's going to be the same way. So I think it's really important to educate people on, yes, you may have been through something and you went through this situation, but it's not your fault. And own the fact that, you know, you got out of that relationship and out of that situation and you're trying to move forward. So it, we definitely encourage everyone to use our counseling services, one, because they're free of charge and because they can really help you with the trauma that you've gone through. I think that when people are in relationships and they feel like it's their fault and they stayed because of their children or whatever reason it may be that it just becomes a cycle all over again and that's what we're trying to break is the cycle and Sark really focuses on empowering the clients we see and using focusing more on the positive language um, and becoming a survivor and things like that and like Siobhan was mentioning the power and control wheel is a huge thing because as textbook as it sounds the cycle usually is a loving relationship, then the abuse, then the I'm sorry, and the gifts, and the showering of love, and different things like that. And so you, as a victim, might start to think, well, I'm crazy, like, this, mm -hmm. this is great, he loves me, she loves me, different things like that, before the cycle happens again. Um, and part of the lethality screening Siobhan was talking about is when a officer is called to the scene, is it, what at what stage in that cycle is it, and how much of a risk are they at losing their life from this violence. Um, so it's a very uh, uncomfortable situation to get through mentally because you are constantly getting different messages. Right. And, right. you know, if they shower you with gifts and tell you they love you and do all these things for you, then, you know, is, is the abuse that happens once in a blue moon really that bad? Um, so it's a, it's a really hard conversation that our staff is trained to have and empower the victims to realize that the cycle isn't going to stop. It's just going to get worse and it's not their fault. It's something that falls to the abuser and their pattern of behavior, you know, whether they do the dishes a certain way or talk to them a certain way or hang out with a certain group of people or wear whatever shirt, it doesn't matter what they're using to blame the victim isn't actually something they're doing wrong. It just falls into the cycle of abuse. And, and it, and it, it really just, we all have excellent strategies for remaining spectators mm -hmm. and for dehumanizing victims because, um, even those of us with, with big hearts and empathy, uh, it's unpleasant. So People just figure out ways to say, oh, that's really not happening mm -hmm. in real life. Those people don't have names. Mm -hmm. they don't have, they're not flesh and blood. They don't have hearts and souls. And um, it makes it easy or on us, but it's really just a convenience. So I think this is so valuable mm -hmm. um, uh, to, um, to keep this front and center um, because it's, it's, it's not... It's not a locker room joke. 
No, um, and I find myself just with my association with Sark, when I'm in a conversation, I know it's an opportunity for me to, like people talk about their brother-in-law or their cousin who got in trouble and didn't really happen that way. He didn't really mean to hit her. He's a good guy. My gosh, he's my cousin. I've, I try and take that as an opportunity to educate that person. No, that's not normal behavior and that's not acceptable. I know he's your cousin, and I know he's a good guy to you, but he's abusing someone. So, I mean, I find myself saying it to the TV newscasters sometimes when they're talking about things. Like, I just have gotten more comfortable in my circle of friends and even with strangers being vocal about it. And so that's what I encourage everyone to do is to not be afraid to have the conversation. You don't have to be a jerk about it, but... You know, that is not normal behavior, and it's not acceptable behavior. And it's something they have to work on, too. It's, Absolutely. It's not that they're necessarily a bad person, mm -hmm. but they are in this bad cycle that they need help to get out of as well. Sure, sure. And, you know, some of the people that I have the conversation with, I look at them, and going back to what Bob said, it's not somebody else's problem. I mean, it happens in our neighborhoods. It happens Absolutely. everywhere. I think because it's not so publicized in the yes. news every day, yes. people don't think it. Mm -hmm. And if you come out your house, I'm pretty sure you're not like, oh, that's a domestic violence situation right. that's happening right here in your front lawn. But it's happening more frequently mm -hmm. than not. Mm-hmm. And the teen thing just breaks my heart because that's setting you up for a life yeah. of that. You, I actually, when I went to one of the middle school sixth grade sessions that I had, um, over 85% of the girls that were there is probably, probably about 50 young ladies, and 85% of them stood up that they witnessed some type of domestic violence. And I'm like, you're in sixth grade. Wow. Wow. And that the really... cycle is I just don't want them to repeat the same thing when they get in relationships. Sure. Or to think that's normal right? mm -hmm. and that it's okay because it's clearly not. So good for you and good for Sark for getting out there and, you know, reaching down to that, that age group. Tuesday, February 13th, wear orange for love day. And go to www. Do I have to say www anymore? I'm like, <laughs> it's the this. interweb. I, I can know. go on and... <laughs> I can do email online, you know. <laughs> no, I don't uh, think you need to. Okay. Uh, uh, now I, I forgot where I was looking at. Sark dash Maryland, Maryland spelled out dot org. org. And uh, the, the the helpline number is four one zero eight three six eight four three zero. And uh, Siobhan and um, Kelsey and the team, uh, their number is four one zero eight three six eight four three one. And last thing, uh, so what everyone can do, and I hope it's up here um, uh, after the show, is do you have a wish list for items? We do. For, yes. for the, this, the safe house? We do. And it's on the website? Yes. You can find it on the website, or we post our needs on our Facebook page as well. Excellent. Excellent. And by the way, I'm, it's not official yet. Sorry, Louisa. Um, or I have an expensive hobby with a partner of mine. We bring some concerts Harper mm -hmm. County and Char Hope is, is our first 501c3 partner oh, for our first yeah. show, but our third show on June 7th is Sark. Awesome! And we're going to have a table That's there great. and a big bin for 300 folks who come to the concerts to bring wish list amazing. items. Yeah. yeah, awesome. And the wish list changes, I know, it constantly, does. so always check back when you're going through your stuff. Yes. Yeah. Check back and, and see what needs they have. And look at what they don't need. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's true. We don't need any more green beans. I think, <laughs> I think Louise has had to turn down 1,100 stuffed animals yes. over the past 10 years. Oh, yes. Sure. <laughs> we do get a lot of calls on the stuffed animals. Um, I usually am the person that takes those oh. calls. So I get those rather frequently. Um, we appreciate that, but we have a lot of stuffed animals. We did something. Actually, we did it uh, with the library for the Veterans Administration. Hospital. Yes, yes, yes. They had a huge right. wish list. Um, but for some reason, they needed to put this in parentheses. They said underwear, men's and women's underwear. New. New. Yeah, new, please. So they had a, something happen where they had to put that there. Yeah, and the seriously. other one was with a, with exclamation points. No jigsaw puzzles. <laughs> I do remember that. I do remember that. 
Okay. Oh my gosh. We're going to take a little break now. And when we come back, we'll cover some wonderful events coming up at the library. And then we'll go over the edge where we look at some news from outside of Harper County. And then we'll do some thingabobs. Winter reading program. Eat, drink, read. Runs through March 3rd. Adults and teens may sign up for the winter reading program starting December 21st by logging on to hcplonline.org or visiting a local library. Adults are encouraged to read or listen to at least five books. Teens should read or listen to three. Upon successful completion, participants will receive this year's Eat, Drink, Read collectible mug while supplies last. Sponsors of the 2018 Winter Reading Program are Advanced Eye Care, Schaefer, McLaughlin, and Stover, LLC, friends of the Harford County Public Library and Harford County Public Library Foundation. For more information about the Winter Reading Program, log on to hcplonline.org or pick up a copy of the Headlines and Happening newsletter at any of the library's branches. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. That's easy for you to say. And <laughs> My chair just went down again. <laughs> Leslie just had a hydraulic problem. <laughs> With the chair, not me personally. <laughs> uh, before we do the library, uh, we do have that uh, uh, email address for you for Campaign 42. Margaret Ferguson is her name, and she's very responsive. And she is. it is HartfordCampaign42.1 at gmail.com. So that's the word Hartford Campaign, the number 42 dot number one at gmail.com. And she'll send you those 65 brochures. And before you know it, it'll be an hour and a half later. Uh, <laughs> she is amazing. There's um, no doubt about that. So that's that. Um, and tell us, library, you guys as usual, lazy, nothing going on. Nobody's, nope. Nope. nobody's working hard. Crickets, crickets, crickets. We actually have a lot of great events, as usual, coming up this week. Um, Valentine's Day is next week, so we have several programs to celebrate Valentine's Day. Um, I, encourage you to, I encourage you to go to hcplonline.org. We have a whole list. Type in Valentine's Day programs, and it should bring it up. Um, one of the ones that I think is funny for grades 6 through 12 happens on um, Tuesday, February 13th at our Falston Library from 4 to 5.30 p.m. And it's a zombie Valentine party. Wouldn't that be fun? Um, then we have um, an anti-Valentine's Day party for those who don't like to celebrate that holiday. holiday. Mm, singles? <laughs> Single awareness. Just trying to give equal time yeah. to everyone. And that is at our Joppa Library on Wednesday, February 14th from 3 to 4.30 p.m. So we have a lot of fun Valentine things coming up. Um, we have an interesting program coming up Sunday, February 11th at our Abingdon Library from 2 to 4. It's telling your story online, and it's learning the basics um, on how to tell a good story with online tools such as blogs, podcasts, videos. I think everyone has a secret side where they want to start a blog or start a, start a podcast, and this is a really good program to get you started in that direction. Um, and then on Thursday, February 15th at our Bell Air Library from 3.30 to 5 p.m., we have So Simple Art, and that's S-E-W, Simple Art. Um, it's for grades 6 through 8, and we really help that age group create some really fun works of art using sewing machines. So we have sewing machines at the library, and we have an instructor come in and teach kids how to sew, which I think is a lost art. And, you know, they may not even realize they're learning a new skill, um, but they create art projects and bags and purses or whatever floats their boat. So that's a really great program that's becoming very popular so check out all of our amazing programming and events at hcplonline.org and be sure and mark your calendars for tuesday march 6th which is our women's summit um and that is taking place at our abington branch from 7 30 till noon and our keynote speaker is deborah phelps um mother to michael phelps and two other children who are also excellent swimmers um 
And she's going to come and talk with the group about really her path in life and how she got from where she was to where she is now. Um, then we're going to have a panel discussion with Jody Davis from um, the Kelly Group, Laura Henninger from Henninger and Henninger LLC, and the Honorable Susan Haslett. And they're going to be talking about different topics that are important to women in Hartford County. And then our closing keynote speaker is Suzanne from The Daily Record, the publisher of The Daily Record. Wow. So it's going to be a really great event. Tickets are selling fast, so if you're interested in coming, um, go to hcplonline.org. Ta-da! Is that all? <laughs> Actually, that's about half of what I brought. We have so much going on. It's it's never a dull moment at the library. <laughs> well, let's continue with some of uh, Sark's stuff as well. We yes. have the Bullen Oyster Roast, uh, March 3rd. Yep. Mm -hmm. Saturday, March 3rd, uh, Havard Grace Community Center, which is a great room. Uh, doors open at 7. Um, uh, ticket price, uh, tickets, uh, you can go to Sark dash maryland.org for that and um that's always a lot of fun mm -hmm. and we do want to thank uh uh harford mutual and their team because they always step up sponsors for that event are dr jeffrey horowitz and um also um uh, laurel bush family de dentistry is that um is that uh, dr teddy ray is that dr teddy yep. ray yep, yep. She never gives. Either. Oh my gosh, her name is on everything. Yeah. She is God, so great God to this bless community. Her. She's, She's uh, she wonderful. really is. Yep, yep. Do you want to help? Just tell me how. <laughs> Absolutely, it's true. And uh, walk a mile in her shoes. It's tenth annual. I can't believe I remember the first one is yeah. April twenty eighth. And again, go to the website for that. Yep, registrations live, so you can get your team together and get out those high heels. I'm doing it this year. I've, I've, oh, good, I'm avo I've avoided it because I, I, I just, I really think I'm going to hurt myself. Um, but the heels aren't yeah. all super hot. You can do little kitten heels. You can do a cute little kitten heel. <laughs> a nice pump. A nice... <laughs> the first year, I feel like men go really big. They come with stilettos. Oh, totally, I agree. Yeah, like PJ Chambers. Yeah. I think <laughs> had, uh, yeah. But then was, they uh, realize. Yeah. They step it down. Yeah. Why can't we see you there, Bob? I know. In your heels. <laughs> well, and I have very pale ankles, so we're gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be quite a scene, but why Get not? Get some sun while you're there. Yeah. Uh, why not? Panty Men hose. do wear heels. <laughs> Pantyhose. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, or a nice boa. Yeah. <laughs> what color do you want, Bob? I'll make sure you get one. Oh, uh, I think I'm sorry I mentioned that. <laughs> We're giving out capes to the people that win awards this year, so you could also get a cool cape. Which is a great a idea. I love that. Yeah. That's I, I a great like idea. I like mm -hmm. capes. Um, one of my favorite pictures of my son is in D.C. on the mall. They uh, they did, I don't know how many, uh, this was a few years ago, um, Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. It must have been you know, 1,500 guys with heels on, and I, the picture of him, it was it was fun. <laughs> All righty. Uh, did we forget anything? I don't think so, and we are out of time. Oh, my gosh. We were going to do a little humor, but we don't have time. Can you give us one humor, one funny thing? Um, yeah, but you talk amongst yourself for a minute, because okay. I did have it. I, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Oh, tweets. Yeah. Ah. He's got this great person that he follows is it the woman the diet yes. woman okay i love her <laughs> amy dillon there you go and she uh she's hilarious uh i'll save half of this for later i said and we laughed and laughed, <laughs> and laughed. <laughs> i wanted to lose 10 pounds this year only 13 to go <laughs> tv announcer are you bloated tired unable to enjoy the activities you once loved me with mouth full of chips yeah. <laughs> I love And her. she just yeah. tosses these off. I'm, yeah. Um, I don't mean to brag, but I finished my 14-day diet in three hours and 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, nutrition question, how many Skittles equals one serving of fruit? <laughs> and my diet depends solely on if I'm going to see anyone from my past in the near future. That is yeah. the total truth. <laughs> Last reunions are the best diet. Absolutely. Mine's coming up, so. All right. Okay. Well, you look great. Well, follow Thanks. Amy Dillon. Amy Dillon. I'm going to look that up as soon as yeah. we leave. 
All right, guys, that's all the time we have for the Hartford Edge this week. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, you guys, for coming in, and we'll talk Thank to you. you next week.